Peace and blessings, family. This is the goddess behind the gab, Dim Chakras. I hope that you guys are enjoying these episodes just as much as I enjoy recording them for you. If no one has told you today, please allow me to be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And I hope that your week is filled with nothing but joy and peace, happiness, light, and love. And please make sure that you guys follow me on social media so that we can keep in touch, family. You can follow me on Instagram at Christian Brianna for your motivational minute each and every morning. That is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-B-R-I-A-N-A underscore. And let's get the conversation started over here on Twitter. You can follow me at Dim Chakras, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Let's get into the episode. Peace and blessings, family. Uh, the time is now 8.21 p.m. And I just finished watching the follow-up to the docuseries, When They See Us. It touched me and it inspired me so much, even in the time that I was watching it. I actually was taking notes in my phone and different quotes and different um, overall notes on how I was feeling and the emotions that were running through me. As I was watching the docu, um, the documentary or the follow-up to the documentary, and then I realized that that story has already been told, and that there is a nationality of men, of males, that are growing up now, and the exonerated five are just five men, just five, who were targeted. And the target didn't stop after they received their retribution. They they still have to live their life. And then it dawned on me that this is still what happens today. And it's not just the police brutality. It's not just the target that black men have on their back overall in general. It's the black man that doesn't have the space to be a black man. So what I thought would be next week's episode um, gearing up to a series, hopefully, of episodes uh, gifted towards black men and just my overall love, respect and admiration for you all. uh, That will actually be episode two because this bonus episode will be episode one. Um, I just kind of want to talk to you guys and in the inspiration of the Exonerated Five, I have five points uh, really more so five I don't want to say pieces of advice but five pieces of love that I want to gift to the black man and any man that feels like he's not respected he's not known he's not appreciated and he is of the African diaspora, this is for you. So the first piece of love is don't stop talking, you have a voice. I think one of the biggest things that hurts my feelings, like my overall feelings, is when I'm talking to whether it be my best he, whether it be my dad, whether it be... um, just guys that I'm close to, my coworkers, whatever the case may be, any black male that I have a 
uh, true friendship or relationship with when they say as they're talking, like, I'm going to just shut up. I'm talking too much or I've said too much or I just feel like I'm not being heard. You know, like I'm saying this and she's not hearing me. I'm saying this and he's not hearing me. I'm telling them, you know, what's on my mind and they're not hearing me or I'm tired of not being heard. I'm tired of feeling like nobody's listening. These are things that are happening. And even in the moments where they are talking and then they kind of slow down because they feel like they're talking too much or they feel like they've said something wrong. I watch their overall behavior and their overall mannerisms and how they for a second shut down. And that's so bothersome to me because I don't want you to stop talking. I'm intrigued. I'm overly interested. I'm damn near nosy. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to know more because for so long you were not given the platform to talk. You weren't gifted a soapbox. Even if you were to take small pieces of wood and nail them together until your hands bled and were calloused, we still did not want to hear shit that you had to say on top of that box. And now, now, now I want to listen. Now I want to know more. And my apologies for the times where I felt like you were just angry. And to be honest, all you were was passionate. Those moments where you really had to get it off your chest and I did not want to listen. Those moments when you were talking and I didn't hear you. Not because you weren't talking, but because you were talking and I was letting it go in one ear and out of my other and out of the other because I was ignorant to the fact that as though black men had feelings. I think sometimes that's what it is. We become ignorant almost to the idea of a black man having feelings and the fact that he can't be him. Like it's impossible. It's, a, it's impossible for a black man to be emotional. And if he is, he's gay. If he is, he's soft. If he is, he's less of a man. When in all honesty, an emotional man, one who is in tune with who he is, who he be. Oh my God, that is one of the strongest men that you could ever come in contact with. I would hope that the man that I marry be that emotional man. Know what his triggers are. Know when he's angry. Know when he's feeling down. Know when he's overly excited. Know when he's elated. Understand when he's jealous. Know those points when he's just overly curious, even in those moments when he's depressed. I want to know. Don't stop talking, King. You have a voice. And if that woman isn't listening, I'm listening. And if the woman that you're dealing with right now cannot open up her ears and will not receive you through her heart, then maybe you should change the audience in whom you're speaking to. Please consider my advice. But at this point now, we have taken such an admiration to your physical being because y'all are some fine fucking men. <laughs> we actually take heed because we like what we see. But could you imagine when we start to pay attention to what we hear? Don't stop talking, King. You have a voice. And I know that myself, along with several other goddesses, several other queens... We want to hear it. The second thing, the second piece of love that I have for you is one of my favorite Stevie Wonder songs. Take up a course in happiness. You know you. 
And to be honest, you know you better than you know anyone else. And it's because for so long, you were restricted of being able to share it with anybody else. So all you had was you. When you look back in the mirror and you hated the individual that you saw, those moments where you wanted to express that your beard won't meet, (laughs) uh, those moments where you just wanted to express uh, maybe something that happened at work, those moments where something really pissed you off, those moments, whatever it may be. Again, going back to the first piece of love that I had for you, uh, those moments where you felt like you had to stop talking, the only person that you could talk to was yourself. Therapy is not a bad word. Counseling? Counseling is normal. Normal people go to counseling. And it's in order to gain some type of normalcy in their life because there's so many weird things going on. There's a lot of weird shit (laughs) that we can't necessarily adhere to what normalcy is. But we do know that the normal thing should be for you to be able to express yourself. And you can express yourself all day long when you're angry. And we can accept that you are this angry black man, but we be damned. We be damned if we can accept those moments when you are truly happy. I myself love to see a man happy, a black man, elated in behaviors and overall actions and certain endeavors and events that have happened in his life. Other than the birth of his children, other than the the new promotions at work other than the the moment when his beard meets we we want to hear about the other things we want to hear when you put the starter in your car by yourself and it worked we want to hear when you know your grandmother was in town and she hugged you again for the first time since you've seen her in five years we want to hear about how you were just so damn proud that your son made the basketball team we want to hear those things we want to hear the fact as though you made fucking stir fry for the first time and it came out right we want to hear all of that take up a course in happiness find the things that make you happy go to counseling share those moments that make you smile but take up that course and know that it is okay for you to be happy king you can be happy happiness should not be foreign to you Happiness should be one of your overall emotions. If you only have two, let it be happy and sad. Let it be happy and angry. Let it be happy and jealous. Let it be happy and piss the fuck off. Let it be happy and I don't know. Just let one be happy, please. We want to hear more of that. The song says that uh, when life reaches out and takes you, When life reaches, I'm, and I'm drawing a blank. When life reaches out and takes you on an unpleasant ride and the bridge of your dreams comes tumbling down. Don't let your bed of sorrows ever conquer your pride. Remember that there's always a way out. Some of the best fucking advice I could ever receive. And a black blind man gifted me that. Imagine. I was having a conversation with a young king one day on a conversation with creatives and shout out to you, black king. Um, I love you. I like you. You are amazing. You and several other kings who have come into my life have also gifted me hope that the pieces of love that I'm gifting at this point and the overall expectation that I have for the black man, that it's not impossible. Um, But on that conversation with creatives, uh, 
the young king spoke and he stated that Stevie Wonder is his favorite black creative because he's able to create music for people without being able to write it. So imagine this man, this blind black man who's presented with this obstacle and he overcame it and became notorious, notoriously known for making some of the most amazing music that has ever graced your ears. And in growing up, there have been several interviews where Stevie Wonder has stated that being blind and being black are two of the hardest things that have ever uh, come across his plate. Like that, that's not something that you can change. You can't change the color of your skin no matter how you change it. When it cuts down deep, melanin is still a part of your DNA if you are from that diaspora. And to be blind is to not have sight and to not be able to see means that everything else has to be heightened. And he takes that and he knows that. And with that, he creates magic. He had to create his own course of happiness in order to be this successful individual. You, king, you, kings, you have the ability in order to create happiness for yourself. It is not impossible. It's not impossible at all. Grasp it. Grasp onto it. Grasp onto the idea that happiness does not have to be a temporary emotion for you. You can feel it always if you allow yourself to. So if counseling is the way to go, take it. If it just takes some self-reflection, do that. If it takes for you to go outside and scream in the rain, my God be my guest. But please, King, consider taking up a course in happiness. The third piece of love is that you have a right to be angry. They say the black woman is the most underappreciated being ever. And that I do agree with. I also agree in the fact that the black man, that angry being, that monkey, as he's referred to at times, he has every right to be angry. The color red is a juxtaposed color. If you ever Google the definition, it states that the color red represents violence, represents love, represents art. Um, it represents war. It represents several things. And I feel like the color red really represents the black man. Because you are a juxtaposed being. But the one thing, if anything, if you've lost every other right in your life, you, you have a right to be angry. To be born with a target on your back. And for that target to be ignored and you're still shot in your front. For something as small as a hoodie labels you as dangerous. For you to be shot in your car in front of your four-year-old daughter. For you not to be paid the same as a man whose hue is brighter than yours. For you to be considered all things other than intelligent. For you to be the bull. And sometimes all you want to be is the calf. 
for you to only want to be royalty and still treat it like a peasant because of a Y chromosome and the fact as though your energy is gifted from the sun. You, king, are powerful. And they treat you as if you have no power at all. You have every right to be angry. It's what you do with that anger that's important. Harness it. Hold it. Understand that emotion. Figure out what triggers that. And use it to your good. It's okay to fight. It's okay to protect. It's okay to be angry. It's not okay to be angry always. You have a right to be angry. It's what you do with that anger that is so important. The fourth piece of love. Although you are gifted the target, you are not just a target. A target is a symbol in which you are looking to meet the middle. And it just so happens that in meeting the middle, the person doing the shooting is granted success. The target on your back just so happens to be placed at the perfect position that if someone were to shoot at you and it was to enter one way and exit the other, more than likely it would hit you at your heart. And unfortunately, that is a part of you that receives at times the least amount of attention. So for that to be the goal, when that is sometimes the most unknown part of your being, is unfortunate. And that's why I want you to understand that you are not a target to me. You are not a target to us. If we target you for anything, it's love. You don't have to wear that target always. Not to us. Any queen who understands the importance of the black man knows that it is our ultimate goal to create a cape. In order to shield the bullseye of your target. Because what we're shooting for is love and what they're shooting for is to take you And we see past that. We see through that. And we know you are more than that. You are not just a target. Don't feel like when you walk down the street and you hear someone lock their doors to their car because you're too close. 
Don't feel like because she grasped her bag just a little closer to her body when you stand next to her before you're allowed to cross the street. Don't think that because you raised your voice just a little bit during an argument or disagreement in the workplace. Don't think that because you flipped the table because, again, you have a right to be angry. Don't think that that gives you the right to be the target. You don't have to be the target to us. You are not the target. You are more than a target king. The fifth piece of advice that I would love to gift to you, king. that I love you and I respect you I adore you I see past what they have told you that you were I know that your definition is way more extensive than Webster could ever give you I know that deep down inside where you want to be can be lifted to its surface and you can become My God, you are such an amazing being. Let's talk about your physical being for a second because that's my God, the superficial in me I adore. Whether it be a smaller build, whether it be a larger build, whether it be an athletic build, you kings have a certain bone structure that is meant to hold the weight of the world. It's not your responsibility to. But creation gifted you these shoulders because it knows that you are the only being able to hold the weight. Although not your responsibility, again, a gift. Let's talk about your mental more so your creativity and how you take on every damn problem and find a way to fix it. Perfect example. When a pipe burst, <laughs> you find every way to fix it other than calling someone else in order to do the job. You're lost. You'll find another way to get there rather than asking for direction. Single father trying to do your daughter's hair? You make it work. Your mental is such an amazing place. And if I for a second could just take my shoes off and walk around in your mind, it would be a warm place. It would be a semi-quiet place. It would have its background noise. And I would find comfort knowing, confirming, because I see it. I see it in the way that you all look at things. I see it in the way that you all find the solution. When I think of the black man's mind, I think of a warm, quiet place with just a little bit of background noise. And I love that. Let's talk about your spirituality. 
some of the greatest leaders of life were black men. Are black men. And when they speak on things regarding the spirit, whether it be religion, whether it just be the overall idea of life, people listen. And I think it's because you guys feel things differently. You respond to emotions differently. You guys are different. But when you feel, you feel. My God, you feel. And when you guys are passionate about something that is gifting you the opportunity in order to continue to live your life, i.e., again, religion, uh, whether it be Christianity, whether it be the five percenters, whether it be the nation of Islam, whether it be Judaism, whether it be Hinduism, whether it be Buddhism, whatever it is. To watch you guys so passionate about that and to be able to speak on it the way that you do and the way that you grasp the attention of people. That, that your spirituality, when you are in tune and you are on hold and you, you get it, you, you, you relay the message. What? Even if it's not my religion, I stop and listen. Because I enjoy what you have to say. I love it. And lastly, the protection that you gift, even in the moments that you don't feel like you're able to give it, you still do. Thank you. Not just my family, but several kings, even in the most recent couple of months really that I've come across who have gifted me protection and not just a physical protection but even sometimes where I just wanted to run from my own thoughts and you gifted me a place to speak that means a lot to me means a lot to any queen I don't know if you guys understand, but black men, when a black woman feels protected by you, when she feels safe, no matter the relation, that is a huge thing for us. Because for so many years, for so long, we are taught to protect ourselves. Although we shall aspire to marriage, we still need to be able to be without you because who's to say that one day we'll be gifted the opportunity for partnership long term? i.e. marriage. (laughs) So when we find a king, not necessarily find, but uh, when we find a king, when creation magnetizes the two energies in order for them to be able to meet with one another, I can say from my own experiences recently that when we feel safe, It's not a feeling that we ever want to lose. So if a queen has come to you and told you that she feels safe with you, please. As long as you are able within yourself to still gift that area of safety, I ask that you continue to keep that energy. There are multiple layers to you, kings. There's so much to you and no matter how many times I could be gifted to speak on the matter I will never in this lifetime I know be able to fully express into words my complete and total adoration and respect for the black man 
but I can gift you these five pieces of love and several more. But I want you to know that we see you, that we love you, that we respect you. Don't stop talking, you have a voice. Take up a course in happiness. You have a right to be angry. You are not just a target. And I love you.